0: Of the temple, like, are we in the most holy place? Obviously.
1: Obviously. (laughs) We're in the New Testament now. Bible Bible nerds. Um.
2: (laughs) What was it? I was When I was at Freed Hardeman, I wanted to be in, and if I say this description, y'all will probably be able to tell me which one it was. They were the social club known as being the Bible bangers. Which one was that?
1: I don't
0: know. I think it changes through the years. It really does. When I was there... It's probably more of chi Beta.
1: Yeah, that was us too. Yeah, okay, it was wasn't chi us. Beta. It was Is it one of those that's still there? Or are they gone? I don't
2: know. Who all's still there?
1: Um Sigma rho, chi Beta, Zaikai, uh um, Phi Kappa.
2: <clears throat> Tim was uh, in Phi uh, Kappa. I don't I know if Theta knew
1: still there. That wasn't and that was y'all weren't they weren't
2: there when you Zeta did, anyway. Might Tri- have been there. I was in Zeta. Tri Zeta. Okay. Maybe it was Tri Zeta. Maybe i can't say that's been a long time ago
1: yeah <laughs> <Just> <laughs> yeah. for us it was kai beta they were like in charge of that all was, of the yeah,
2: spiritual most of the guys who did
0: the devotionals were I from kai beta mm-hmm.
2: okay so that's <laughs> <coughs> that was that was back in 90 mm-hmm. 1990 mm. so were you in Chi zeta uh-uh oh okay
0: Nobody picked
1: me. Oh, Jennifer! <laughs> I, was <real.
0: laughs> I, was, I was a social
2: club reject. <laughs> uh, that's not cool. <laughs> I was very awkward. I was very quiet. I walked all over the place looking at my feet all the time. Mm-hmm. And so Tim and I started dating. And he's like, you got to stop looking at your feet. Be proud of who you are. Hold your head up. So, so how did y'all beat? <laughs> Funny story. Of course, he was at Freed Hartman T And we had gone, I'd gone to Walmart with some friends, and one of those friends was a mutual friend of Tim's, mm-hmm. and so we were going to check out, and he was checking out at the same time, mm-hmm. and she was like, oh, hey, Jennifer, look, this is my friend, Tim Dickerson. Tim, this is Jennifer. She's a freshman. She's in my dorm across the hall. <laughs> Next thing I knew, she was saying, hey, Tim was wondering if you wanted to go to church with him. That, and a couple Aww. of night, you know, Wednesday Aww. night or whatever, and meeting Gano for supper. <laughs> That's so sweet. And so, and that just that started it. it off. That mm-hmm. was it. That was it. That you know, it's so like sweet. they say, it's like my girls have always asked me when they were younger. They would say, well, Mama, how did you <laughs> know you were in love with Daddy? And I said, I don't know. I just knew. Mm-hmm. I just knew. And then there was a time where he, um, he was thinking about proposing, and he knew he needed to start saving some money up. Mm-hmm. So he, during the spring semester, decided to go back home and go to school at ICC to save some money. And then I stayed at Fried Hardeman. Well, he would come, or his mom, because I couldn't drive yet. Um, another story for another time. <laughs> um, he would come every weekend, or she would come every weekend to pick me up. And I was in Hall Roland. And if you've ever been in Hall mm-hmm. Roland, the back, or well, the front part of it, you know, the dorms are on, like, the back. Mm-hmm. So if you go toward the front, there's, like, a common room on mm-hmm. each floor. Mm-hmm. And I would stand at those windows until I saw that blue Dodge Daytona pull up to the side of the road. And y'all can't even describe, <laughs> my heart would just race, and I would just get oh, so excited. That's so sweet. And I'd grab my stuff and I'd race downstairs. And I still, 30 years later, when his car drives up, I still get so excited. Oh, that's beautiful. It's like... He's my best friend. That's so sweet. So, yep. Aww, <laughs> that's beautiful story. That's what, and that's what I've always prayed for for my girls. It's mm-hmm. what having a Christian husband means.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Absolutely. I love that. I love that. On a more serious note, can you guys hear when I crunch the candies <laughs> in my drink? <dreams>? Can you <laughs> hear that good. in here? Yeah, no, I can. Uh-huh.
2: No can't uh-huh. hear anything? Trench okay, away. good.
1: <laughs> so it looks like I've got my coffee, but I'm actually getting stuff on my the <laughs> table. <laughs> 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 I don't know. I should have just come with a flask, you know, just keep everybody wondering <laughs> what's going on with her and her drinks. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I can tell Erin if
0: we continue to, like, if this is something that goes well, that we could get some... Like the the wom- like a size mm-hmm. that size mm-hmm. of the Ozark Trail or even like a big coffee cup and like a solid color and then I could vinyl whatever the our name come up, whatever mm-hmm. we come up with
1: drinking sisters <laughs> 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 that might <come. laughs> I don't know I really don't know what to call we're it have but think on this. <laughs> we will think more about that okay so I don't really know how to start but is can we just go now that we're warmed up you guys are recording right
2: <laughs> i don't even know if they're in the ring
1: are the men behind the they might not be okay. oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay. so we haven't like officially
1: started yet and something just oh. fell out that's of so my pocket <laughs> i
2: <I'm huh>? sorry <laughs> we've just been shooting the breeze i love <laughs> it no
1: it's good we're getting loose. we're getting this loose is, hey, Get lo- that's just not okay well hi everybody (laughs) we have never done this before so we're kind of um you know winging this (laughs) as we go we don't even have a name for this podcast so if you think of a really clever um idea something that we can call this of just christian sisters getting together um to talk about life and to talk about the bible and to talk about all the great things that the Lord has done for us, please, you know, give us suggestions because we would love to have that. We need a title on this thing.
0: Not Drinking Sisters. Yeah, yeah, not
1: Drinking Sisters, if you heard that conversation earlier. (laughs) Definitely not that one. Okay, so... um, before we get into this, I think we want to start off with a prayer just to kind of set our minds where they need to be and uh, to help us keep our focus exactly where it's supposed to be. So let's, let's go ahead and pray. All right, dear God, thank you so much for this beautiful day we have today uh, where we could wake up this morning and um, experience this day and come together as women and just share our thoughts and um, explore God's word together. Please help us to always keep you um, as our priority, and help us to really take advantage of the fellowship we have um, as being a part of your church. Um, We ask that you help us as we go throughout the rest of this day, and in Jesus' name, amen. Okay, so I was thinking maybe we could start off with um, just to kind of, if we're not already warmed up <laughs> laughing and joking around I thought we could talk about some of our favorite things so I'll give you guys a few options and you tell me what your favorites are okay so um what is your favorite okay do you prefer books or do you prefer movies mm. like if you had a story would you rather read it in the book or would you wa- rather watch it in book because
0: with a movie you have to another person's interpretation of it. With a book, yeah. you can imagine it yourself and interpret it your own way.
1: Yeah.
2: Sorry. <laughs> that is my blood shirt. <clears throat> <laughs> do you need to take it? do you need a pause? No, I'm okay. We don't we can that. we can take we a break. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it, it. I can't take it till I eat so I'm Okay. 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 <laughs> <laughs> we can clip that out <laughs> That's why Jennifer's on the floor.
1: <laughs> we, we think we can clip things out, so we're just going to roll with that. If not, y'all are just going to see a bunch of hilarious <laughs> stuff.
2: <laughs> so. My daughter may take back the, Mom, you're hip for doing a podcast <laughs> comment. <laughs> well, what about
0: you, Jennifer? Are you a
2: booker? Um, yeah. I'm a big reader. I love to mm-hmm. read. But now there's times where, you know, you're kind of, you just need to veg. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So that's when I want to watch the movie. Mm-hmm. But when I don't need just a veg time, I would prefer, like you said, to read, imagine it, mm-hmm. get let your imagination be what it is. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I agree with you about that. Yeah. I used to be a book person, like, before I had children. Mm-hmm. So I used to, I, I loved to read. I mm-hmm. thought that was really great, you know, to just kind of get in your own world and in your own head and go, but now I'm much more of a movie person just because I can double task. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I can see it and I can enjoy the story, but I can still be, you know, changing diapers mm-hmm. and folding
2: <laughs> clothes, and you know. doing dishes, folding <laughs> oh, <absolutely>. <laughs> clothes. Yes. So yes.
1: I still enjoy mm-hmm. books, but I guess just practically right now, I'm definitely a movie. if I had to choose, I'd want the movie. We seasons yeah, like that, for sure. Okay. So what is your <coughs> favorite time of
2: the year? Oh, that's easy for me. Yeah. Spring. Really? I love spring. I like – fall would probably be my second. Yeah. But I love longer days of sunshine. I know the days aren't longer, but you know what I mean. More Mm -hmm. hours of sunshine. Um, Also, the rebirth that takes place. Because winter, you know, sometimes you get kind of down in winter Mm -hmm. with the shorter shorter daylight Mm -hmm. hours. And and spring is like – I don't know. It's like one of my relatives used to say, it feels like my sap is rising. You know, you just – you just feel like you're kind of alive. You just mm-hmm. feel that energy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, and just I love gardening and flowers and yeah. So yeah. I think
0: mine's the opposite. Fall first and spring because I get what you're saying about spring. That's how I feel right now. I feel <laughs> I already took my winter stuff down and I put my spring stuff out, and it feels mm-hmm. like a breath of fresh air. <laughs> but I love fall because the summers are so absolutely miserable here mm-hmm. that I can't wait for the promise of the refreshing cool air mm-hmm. and the uh, apples and appropriate use of pumpkin spice things <laughs> appropriate use, <laughs> Cause, uh,
2: cause use <laughs> I'm just so glad that I'm just so glad that God made it that way you mm-hmm. know he mm-hmm. knows that we get tired of those extreme colds yeah. and so he gives us a little peace yes. with the spring and then we get yes. like too hot and he's mm-hmm. like okay mm-hmm. so now we have fall we can kind of cool off a lot I mean I know that's not necessarily but it feels good his purpose for doing that <laughs> but, but I would never want to live in a place that
0: had, like, one season. Like, some people talk about living in Florida or Hawaii. It's such an oasis. But to me, it wouldn't be because it's – not only is it is consistent, you don't have that change, but – Well, it's always warm.
1: (laughs) 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 I know. I feel like the seasons where we live, at least, you know, sometimes it's hotter than we want it to be and hotter in times where we want it to be cold. I feel like the seasons are always just long enough to where you enjoy them for a minute Mm -hmm. and then you're so ready to get to the Mm -hmm. next one. So what's your favorite one? My favorite is, I don't even know the day, but in the fall. That first day mm-hmm. where you feel that fall breeze mm-hmm. coming through, <coughs> that is just the it's most. like a bomb. Incre- yeah, <laughs> it's like the most incredible feeling. You're standing outside and you feel that rush through. Mm-hmm. And that's always a good day for me. I don't know what it is, but I feel that breeze. And I think today is a good day. Fall is
0: coming. The light changes. And you can mm-hmm. hear the geese, actually, at the lake. The, and they fly over the house. And that is, to me, the signal of all. Oh, I
2: fall. love it. Or mm-hmm. when you're standing there, it's quiet. Mm-hmm. And you hear the leaves rustle across the yes. driveway. Oh. Yes. I don't know that <coughs> sound. It's like a peaceful sound. It's almost mm-hmm. like wind chimes in the summer to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It does something to your soul. Yes. And then <laughs> I
1: guess I would say the summer <laughs> is my next favorite season just because I have so many good memories mm-hmm. of summer camps and vacations and just the warm weather and not having to bundle. I, I, I much prefer heat over cold. I would much rather be too warm than too cold any day of the week. So, okay. Well, let's get into our favorite Bible verses. That's what we've come here to talk about today. Um, I think all of us um, have a, a million Bible verses, but we've kind of narr- <laughs> narrowed I them opened down. Open my Bible, a and bit. I was like,
0: "Oh, oh, I really like that one." <laughs> <laughs> I know. Like, why didn't I put that?
1: Down? <laughs> so it's good that there's three of us, so we're getting we have a variety of verses <coughs> for us to mm-hmm. choose from. So I'll go ahead and go first. And I have a few favorites, um, but I chose this one as the <coughs> favorite today. Are y'all like that? You know, like you have favorites, but what is the yeah. favorite today? You know, yeah. tomorrow yeah. might be a different one. Oh, absolutely. But today, this is it. And that's a little bit longer, so I just um, chose this one. Okay, I'll go ahead and read it. It's Luke 1, starting in verse 46, and we'll go to verse 55. Okay, Luke 1, 46 through 55. And Mary said... He has put down the mighty from their thrones and exalted the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he has sent away empty. He has helped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy, as he spoke to his fathers, to Abraham and to his seed forever. All right, this is the song that Mary sings after she's learned that she is going to be the vessel through which God in the flesh comes to earth. Um, And she's gone, and she's visited Elizabeth, and while she's with Elizabeth, you know, um, baby John leaps in her womb, all recognizing that she's carrying the Son of God. And this is the song that she sings out, almost in so much excitement as to what's happening for her. And I'm going to try and not read too much into what's not there. But I, I can't help but put myself in her shoes and think about what, how would I feel, or how would I hope to feel if this news was given to me. So, why this is my favorite today <laughs> is because it really puts me in my place. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Um, it's a, it's a, it's an exaltation kind of song towards God. But it's, I, I, I really feel like when we exalt God, when we talk about how wonderful and great he is, it helps us realize our place in comparison to him. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, I really need that in my life. I, um, I really need to understand where my position is with God. Uh, so to me, the focus in this song is on the blessing she's receiving, along with the blessing giver, which of course would be God. So uh, when we think about <coughs> receiving blessings, um, blessings tend to come with work. So even if it's a, a gift and a blessing, there's always some kind of burden that comes with it. So blessings bring burdens. Um, when I think about um, the activities in my life, you know, we, you can look at it as I'm so busy, I'm so tired. Or you can see it as, wow, we're healthy and we have the energy and the money to go do things. Uh, We can look about our house and see, you know, the piles of clothes everywhere, the toys to pick up. Um, this, the baseboards to clean, which I I don't know why I use that as, as an example because I don't <laughs> clean <laughs> <laughs> baseboards. I don't, I don't think anybody spills <laughs> down there. Yeah. Oh, I never think, wow, I need to clean the baseboards today. No. But the, you, know, you know, but all those things are because you have children running around, you have a husband, you have a house to live in. You know, we have to wash dishes, and that's work but it's because we have food to eat, you know, and something to eat and on, you know, those are luxuries that as we're, as I feel like I realize more and more every day that the majority of the world doesn't have all of those things Mm -hmm. that we have. And so a lot of times we, we have the blessings in our life, but we get so weary in the upkeep of our blessings that we start seeing them as burdens sometimes. Mm Um, so that's that's one thing I <coughs> noticed with her, she says, um, "My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit has rejoiced in God my Savior, for He has regarded the lowly state of His maid servant. For before, for behold, henceforth all generations will call me blessed. Blessed." And <coughs> this is where I don't want to read in too much. You know, I don't know what she was thinking or exactly what she went through. You know, being pregnant not being married I don't I don't know how long it was between the time that she knew she was pregnant or when she was showing as pregnant and when she got married you know it could have been all a really quick succession but um, there had to be some kind of awkwardness there you know especially mm-hmm. in your approach with your fiance well he an angel spoke to him too mm-hmm. you know she is pregnant <laughs> and it's not his child and how do they handle that situation there's there's a lot of stigma there that would be be something mm-hmm. that you could get bogged down with but instead of focusing on that she she's in, at least <coughs> in the song she's only thinking wow i'm the one chosen for this mm-hmm. you know of this is the moment that the whole world has been waiting on from the beginning of time they've waited for this moment where jesus is going to come to earth and i'm the vessel through which that's going to happen you know, she's only thinking about that. So she's, n- she's not getting burdened down by that. And then a lot of times our blessings can lead to pride
2: mm-hmm.
1: in our life as well. Um, blessings are beautiful gifts from God if we think about our children or our health or our wealth, our abilities. You know, it's very easy when things are good in our life for us to think that we deserve that in any way. And I'm not saying we don't deserve it because we are just the lowest of the low scum of the earth people, you know. But when you think about the blessings that are shown on us, they are perfect. And they are given by a perfect God. Um, And there's no way with even one blemish we are even on the same level of deserving something so beautiful. You know, when you think about Mm -hmm. your little babies and just how beautiful they are. It's so humbling to think, I don't deserve this. You know, just blessings in their purest form. There's nothing we do to deserve that. But it's very easy when we are successful in something or when we are blessed with an abundance to think that we deserve that in some way. But that's not what, she, that's not what Mary does. Let me turn to my next page over here. let take a second?
2: It's all about, (laughs) I was going to say, I was glad you brought up the issue of pride, Mm -hmm. but in this, I really don't think, um, it's like you said, you know, you brought up humility too, but if you look at the part of the scripture where it says, lowly state of his maidservant, Mm -hmm. she's recognizing her status. She's recognizing that she's not anyone above anyone else, um, and she's showing humility. Also, she's accepting this blessing I think sometimes our pride is what keeps us from accepting blessings from others. Mm -hmm. Um, Not necessarily maybe God, but, you know, when someone else tries to do something good for you, a lot of times when we try to turn them down on that, Mm -hmm. it's our own pride. (laughs) And so I don't think she's being proud here either like you don't um, because... You know, she's not acting proud about it, and I think she, her acceptance of those blessings in the way that she's saying it here, I think she's showing humility.
1: Yeah, she's saying, I don't deserve this, and because God is giving me this, and I am honored, I am humbled that you're doing mm-hmm. this, and I accept it with mm-hmm. joy mm-hmm. that this is what I'm going to do. So I think, to me, it's all about her focus instead of, um, you know, and again, I don't know what she was like day to day. I'm sure she had very low days you know, going through this, she was a mother, you know, just like we're mothers and we understand the burdens of these things, but she was at, in this song, she's not focusing on the burden. Mm -hmm. She's not being prideful at all. Mm -mm. Her focus is on God. Mm -hmm. And that's the, what the rest of this is for is her saying, you know, here are all the great things that God (coughs) does. Here is all the power he has. He has the ability to raise people up. He has the ability to put people down where they belong. You know, he is so great. And um, how often am I choosing to keep my focus there? Because when I, when I know where he is, then I can accurately understand where I am and appreciate the things in my life. You know, when I pray, a lot of times, I'm you know, rightfully so, we're, we're to ask God for things and beg him for things. But how much of my prayer am I praising God? So Laurel said the other day she had a prayer that just cracked me up and I put it on Facebook, <laughs> where <laughs> she it was I, I don't know where w- I chalk I it up to the, just the innocence of her and her, how pure she is, because her prayers, half of them are praising God. She says, She said, "God, you are so powerful. You are so beautiful. And you thank you, thank you for everything. You are so beautiful and you have a beautiful dress. And I don't even know where that came from, but it was so sweet. But I, just the beginning of that, how much she was praising God. And I want to be more like that in my life, is in, you know, ask for what I need and bring my concerns to Him, but also focus on what puts everything else into perspective of how great and perfect God is. So you had mentioned when we talked about this verse, the song, mm-hmm. with it, how it was hard to read mm-hmm. <laughs> this verse without hear it. <laughs> singing <laughs> Magnifica mm-hmm. in your head. And it does. It brings me the tears thinking of this, just singing that with emotion. Uh, songs bring out emotion in this, mm-hmm. I think. Absolutely. And it helps us better understand the words that were written. And I'm so thankful for whoever put these, those words to it's a music. It's beautiful song. It's beautiful, and so now I will sing that for you. I will sing all the parts. So are you, <laughs> are you guys ready? Yeah, go for <laughs> it. I'm just kidding. I, <laughs> <It's like laughs> I didn't bring any tip, honey, <coughs> but <go>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready. I'm very talented, but I won't you let are. that go to <laughs> my head. You are. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I love that song, and it makes me cry every time. Yeah. Um, just the joy that you can feel from her and the humility and honor of being the one receiving such a weighty gift. Mm-hmm. Um, and so not to not to spend too much time on this verse, but I wanted to think about how we live in a time where we have all these blessings. You know, we've touched on some of them, our homes, our children, you know, but we, we live in a weighty time as well. You know, Mary was receiving. She lived during this time where she was bringing Christ into the world. And that was the time of transition for the world of going from, you know, the law of Moses into the completion of Christ coming and dying for our sins. And now we can exist in an experience of togetherness and grace and hope for eternity. And that's the time that we live in. You know, this is the culmination of what the world has been waiting for. We live in the time of the Mm -hmm. church. All right. And the church is the greatest blessing I can, you know, besides salvation itself, the church is the greatest thing that God has planned for us. And I spend way too much time focusing on the burdens that come with that blessing, you know, the amount of time it takes, you know, the food that we have, <laughs> that we d- we prepare for different events, you know, getting our children out of bed with them, scr- you know, screaming and complaining and throwing them in the car and getting to the church building and then staying and staying up past their bedtimes in order to fellowship. And it, it, when our focus is on the burden, it, um, it takes away from the full joy mm-hmm. of the blessing itself of getting to be together um, and being the church and sharing each other's burdens and fellowshipping and looking forward to heaven together. And, the, and again, what I don't want to be heard here is that it's, you're doing something wrong if you're not feeling bur- if you're feeling burdened or if you're feeling weary, because that's not it at all. You know, we, you reading the Bible, you will see countless mm-hmm. times of people serving God, Jesus himself being weary. Mm-hmm tired, needed to be secluded, so I'm not saying it's wrong at all to feel that, but it's where is our focus, is our focus on God and the joy that we receive, so that we can make it through the weariness, that we can strive (coughs) even when we're fearing weary Mm -hmm. and burdened, okay, so that is my scripture today, tomorrow I'd probably be able to think, you know, here's the one really speaking to me today, I think I just got
0: a (laughs) fourth, (laughs) <laughs> Hearing you di- uh, dissect it like that puts it in a different perspective. And I love that you said that <clears throat> that blessings become burdens. But I think here it's interesting sh- that she views it as a blessing instead of a burden. Because thinking about the dangers of that time period mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. to be the mother of, I can't think of the right word, But the one that all this hate centers around Mm -hmm. or will center around, um, I think I would be absolutely petrified and almost think, why? Why did you do this to me? You know, but her her thought does not go to that. Her thought, obviously, God knew what he was doing, and he Mm -hmm. chose the most humble, sweet woman who viewed it as such a great blessing Mm -hmm. instead of thinking of the fear and the danger that would be coming toward her and her husband and, you know. Um, how hard her life was going to be as the mother of our Savior. Yeah, I wonder to
1: what extent <laughs> she knew exactly the sacrifice that Jesus would have to make and all the hardship. Yeah. Can you imagine receiving a blessing and knowing, this is going to be torn away mm, from me? I can. How I mean, can you enjoy that mm, blessing when you know it's coming?
0: Sometimes I look at Moses. and I mean, I know women can join the military as well, but I especially look at my son, and I think, and I think about the people – you think, I think especially about the 1900s, just, you know, the generations, generation after generation of people who died in war. And the ones who made it back, they had children, and they raised their sons, and then they went and fought in a war. Mm-hmm. And I think, I don't know, but am I raising my son to be in that same situation? I couldn't imagine, and I wouldn't want to know, <laughs> that it was coming mm-hmm. because um, what a horrible cloud over your head. Mm-hmm. It
2: is. Mm. Um, do you want to go next? Or sure. <laughs> um, <coughs> I'll
0: go <laughs> way back, <laughs> Exodus, <laughs> back to the beginning. Um, this, this, has, this has been one of my favorite verses for probably about five or six years now. Um, and I like it better in the NIV, um, I'll read it in the ESV, the Lord will fight for you and you have only to be silent, the NIV says and you have only to be still, and I like, I like still um, because it feels more, it's more about a peacefulness from within, not about just zipping your lips. Um, which I need that as well, (laughs) Yeah, but where it really gets my heart is the peace that, that I need to have because, uh, this verse, um, probably more than you want to know, but, uh, I would, we had just, we, we've lost several children, uh, before they were born. And after one particularly traumatizing event, um, a very kind sister had brought me some dinner. And she brought me just this little dainty necklace. And on the little paper of it, it said Exodus 14, 14. And, um, and the thing that is so interesting is because that, that day was my birthday. Aww. She didn't know. And I was recovering from the loss of a child, surgery. Erin was back at work. I was on my own. It was my birthday. I was wallowing in self-pity. <laughs> and she she brought me this necklace, dropped it off at the food. Nothing. It was no, like, ta-da. It was nothing. And I had opened it after she left, and then I went to my Bible, and I read it. And it just, I can't even think about it now without whoo, getting really emotional. But it meant so much to me at that point where I was suffering and hurting so much, the Lord will fight for you. You have only to be still. Just Calm down. God's got this. You don't have to. I guess be so upset and so worried. And so that has stuck with me throughout mm-hmm. the years. I I, <coughs> I will always think of that particular time. But it is pertinent even today. Yeah. Um, and it in case if you don't have your Bible in front of you, it is right as the Egyptians are pursuing the Israelites after God has just. <laughs> shown <laughs> through the ten plagues, um, his power and his ability to take care of them, and his ability to strike down anyone against him. And they're following Moses, and they're still they're still complaining, and they're still fearful, even though God has clon- clearly shown them, "I have got this. Mm-hmm. I, follow me. Trust me." <laughs> they're still, and I. I'm an Israelite. <laughs> you know, when you 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 read about the Israelites and how they constantly left God and how they constantly complained, and and you think, oh, how could they just be so callous? But when you start going through hard things, um, you start to identify a little bit more um, of the fear and the not to say that I've gone through anything like the Israelites have gone through, but you start to understand that that it is coming not because they were bad people or that they were just, they were afraid and their life was difficult. And so this is where Moses turns to them and is saying, they see the Egyptians pursuing them. They're at the Red Sea and this this body of water and they're like, why did you take us out of Egypt? We could have just died there. Why did you do Mm -hmm. this to us? And Moses, and I can almost imagine myself because I'm a parent saying, hush, <laughs> hush, <laughs> the Lord will fight for you. You have only to be still or you have only to be silent. So that is my number one favorite verse uh, for that reason, because I feel like I need that consistently. Yeah. I, need, I need that constantly because I tend to try to work everything out on my own and I get afraid and oh, I feel bogged down and I have to remember that.
2: The Lord will fight for you. Yeah.
0: Calm yourself down. Yeah. so yeah. That's, that's what it means for me.
2: Well, I, you know, I also noticed in that verse, you notice the change in Moses mm-hmm. from when he was originally called, mm-hmm. and he was like, I can't, I'm not a good mm-hmm. speaker, mm-hmm. I can't handle this, and now here he is taking control mm-hmm. of these mm-hmm. people, and he's saying, so you see the growth in Moses,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and years have passed, mm-hmm. you know, some yes. time, or time or time. not not necessarily years, but Experiors. time, experience. <laughs> And so that's that's true for us today, Mm -hmm. you know. Is uh, I can I can remember back to you know things I may have faced as a younger woman, Mm -hmm. and then things that now now I face. I mean, I still feel like y'all say you know the fear, the worry, the concern, but I see a little bit of a change in me where I can step back for a second and breathe, Mm -hmm. yeah, and just kind of, and then two, um, you know. You think about the the Lord fights for us, but He also gives us avenues of assistance in that fight. Mm-hmm. He gives us His Bible. Mm-hmm. He gives us prayer. He gives us fellow Christians that we can reach out to and, you know, especially like I think about um, the older ladies teaching the younger ladies or... Or just someone who's a little bit older, been there a little bit longer, and you can go to them and you can say, well, here's what I'm dealing with. And I'm, I'm 50. I'm not afraid to say my age. And I still go to those ladies at church who are in their 80s and say, yeah. well, what would, you, what would mm-hmm. you do? Or, you know, yeah. or, or whatever. So I think, you know, in this fight, he's fighting for us, but I think we still have to do what we can do. Mm-hmm. But the things that we can't handle, it's like you say – He's got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Step back, take a breath.
0: It's a constant struggle to trust. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's. I feel like that is like trying, you know, you're in a big pool where it goes deeper and you're just right <laughs> on that edge and your foot slips. You know, oh, I can't <laughs> swim, I can't swim. Mm-hmm. You know, it. it I'm, I'm such a baby. <laughs> I'm always going to have to be pulled back um, and to be constantly retaught trust. Just trust. That's it's a, a hard thing for me. Yeah. So. Yeah.
1: Me yeah, too. I know. It's it's incredibly difficult. I feel like we're and I don't want to just say women in general. I think people in general mm-hmm. are really good at matching the situation that's happening. You know, even if it's trivial things, if it's something that's stressful, mm-hmm. if it's something that we're fearful of or worried about we our emotions heighten to match it and sometimes we go overboard and we're it's you know we're we just go too far Mm -hmm. into it but it's it's easy to say hard to do Uh to sit back and go okay I do what I can Mm-hmm. But beyond that, I need to rest. Mm-hmm. You know, like a newborn baby, they're not worried about, you know, th- mm-hmm. you know, the severe weather coming through or whether, you know, we're in a car trip. You know, I hope we don't crash. You know, mm-hmm. all of these things or the war that's going on. They're just resting knowing that their parents have them mm-hmm. and that they're taken care of. So, yeah.
0: It would be nice to constantly be more like that for sure. I know. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Well, um, some of the verses that I had kind of tie with the, the thought that you were talking about. Um, I actually, of course, it was like you started out. Sure, we, we have a lot of different verses. And so I mm-hmm. had three verses that kind of, even though they're in different parts of the Bible, for me, they kind of connected um, uh, to help me ensure that I feel encouraged and that I feel guided through my life. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, because... Uh, God provides us, like I was saying with your verse, it you know, provides us those ways of encouragement, and he also provides us that guidance. And um, so the ones that I'm going to talk about, the first one I want to talk about is in Psalms, the book of Psalms, um, 34, 17, and 18. And it says, uh, The righteous cry out, and the Lord hears, and delivers them out of their troubles. The Lord is near to those who have a broken heart and saves such as have a contrite spirit. So, um, you know, you have to humbly cry out. You can't, uh, w- once you're ready to cry out, you've got to be humble about it. Um, you've got to have that contrite, that truly repentant heart. Um, and then ready to do the will for his kingdom. I mean, he's He's going to um, be there and, and, and help us. And, And he wants us. He desires for us to want that. Um, So, uh, you know, also I think about, you know, like uh, I talked about earlier, you know, prayer is such a a vital thing. And um, one thing uh, my father-in-law called Daddy Dickerson uh, that he's taught me is really prayer is more for us. Even though it's a command that God gives us, it's really more for our benefit. Um, Because, you know, it's like you're going to that Heavenly Father to give you that that guidance. You know, like just like you go to your earthly parents for that comfort and that guidance. Um, I know that, you know, just from a personal reflection on this verse, I know that, like, you know, when I'm troubled or when I'm brokenhearted, like you said, it's easy to get bogged down with that. And so... There, you know, it's good to know that he is there any time, day or night for that. That I can, you know, if I wake up in the middle of the night and whatever has been on my plate that week or has troubled me or I've seen and, and brokenhearted for me or someone else, you know, I can go to him right then. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, and that's honestly, now there's, there, I think there's been, as I've gone through life, there's been some things that have honestly kept me from that comfort. Um, <clears throat> one thing I think, and, and I don't know, maybe it's my background as a teacher, that, you know, I think about child development. And I think about, you know, the importance of the family today and the importance of parents and the impact we have on our children. We don't realize truly the impact we have. And, um, you know, I'm not trying to speak against anything, Anyone or anything in particular, but I know you know. Young, when I was at a young age, I was just two years old, and I didn't see my dad much, and so, as a child, if you don't develop that strong sense of, daddy's here for me, daddy's watching out for me, daddy's, you know, then that's a very uh, tangible, concrete thing for a child to be able to recognize that and then also have to think about the intangible the abstract thought of something like or a spirit like god you know yeah. and and be able to say okay if my earthly father isn't someone who i can you know go to whenever i want to you know talk to get advice from then you struggle more developing that faith and that trust that god you who's abstract who you can't see you can't touch you can't mm-hmm. You know, so I think as parents, I've always said how important that is. And not to let moms off the hook either. It, it also goes with, you know, like I talked about, um, it, it, when, you go, when you go with a contract spirit, spirit uh, over a broken heart, sometimes it's over something that you've done. Mm-hmm. And so um, allowing yourself to feel forgiven moms and dads, both, when our children make mistakes, you know, we talk to them, we punish them, and then we have to be sure we come back and show love to them again Mm -hmm. and show them that we've truly forgiven them, because that's how our children develop that grasp and that thought of, God really loves me, he's really going to be here for me, and he's going to truly forgive me, Mm -hmm. and he's not going to hold it over me. Mm -hmm. And so that's often been in my mind, um, given my... Life and also, as a mom, no means do I think I was a perfect mom, but I tried to make sure that once we disciplined the girls that we went back and they knew we loved them mm-hmm. um, so I mean as a as in a spiritual sense for me it's been a growing process
1: yeah
2: i mean it, it it's had a bit had to be a growing process and i've been really blessed, too, in that I had a great granddaddy and i married into a wonderful family where I've seen true, you know, a, a father-in-law who just truly loves me, who, you know, so I get, and, and then my husband, who I see him with our girls, to get to see, yes, a daddy really loves his girls. He's really there for his girls. And that and that sounds so silly to bring in that personal mm-hmm. connection. Absolutely but not. But yeah. to me that, you know, that helps build that that may have been missing well, it before absolutely does yeah. all
0: throughout especially the old testament we're told as parents to discipline our children mm-hmm. to love our children the the responsibility of the parents <coughs> the way that god designed the family to be is not just for fun on earth it's because how could we possibly like you're saying Mm -hmm. comprehend the love of God the way he forgives what he expects Mm -hmm. the fear and love together if we've not had that example and Mm -hmm. that experience right
2: here on earth it makes it so much more challenging Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I I just and and I'm a a retired teacher for those who may not know Um, and so seeing that in my students too Mm -hmm. you know (coughs) it Just those life experiences, seeing that someone needed to show them when you're forgiven, you're forgiven. Right, not hold it over their heads. Right, give them a clean slate every day. So, I mean, we have to remind ourselves of that. Because, you know, I don't know if y'all are like me, but if I mess up and I pray for forgiveness of it and all that, sometimes I still hold it against myself, and I feel like that's wrong, too, because... Mm -hmm. I'm supposed to ask for forgiveness in in faith and and right. know that he's really forgiven me right. and I have that's a personal thing I have to get over it is hard it is hard and um, but anyway and so you know that's to me that was one of the first stages to to living that Christian faithful life to being able to go to him with a contrite spirit to know that he hears it that he delivers me out of that trouble that he forgives me and then the next thing was going to be um. In Psalm 32.8, um, the next thing I need is I need, once I've gotten that forgiveness and I've gotten on that road, I need somebody to tell me how to go down that road. <laughs> and my family joke is, Mama can't find her way out of a wet paper bag, it's true. <laughs> so I need those instructions. Um, and so Psalm thirty-two eight says, I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will guide you with my eye. So just like most of our earthly fathers, our, our Heavenly Father provides a guide for us, and it's our guidebook. It's our Bible. And um, we can ask, and I do very often when I'm studying, ask, you know, through prayer, you know, please help me understand what I'm going to study. Um, uh, help me if I'm, if I'm preparing to teach or, you know, preparing for anything, you know, help me to say the things you would have me to say because, you know, um, in the Church of Christ, we try to teach where the Bible teaches and be silent where this is silent. And sometimes um, that doesn't jihaw with other uh, groups of faith. And it's not that we see ourselves as being any better than anyone else. It's that we are trying so hard to follow what this book says and just be careful of that. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, I use this book as my guidebook. And then he also gives us um, not only his guidebook, but he gives us our brothers and sisters in Christ. Mm-hmm. And so it's nice when we can sit down and, you know, we we sometimes will just sit down, have a cup of coffee and just hanging out, not even really with the purpose of discussing Bible, and mm-hmm. then you start talking about something, mm-hmm. you know, or, or, you know, I'm the old lady at the table, <laughs> you too, you know, may come and say, hey, how would you handle this situation with your five-year-old or your eight-year-old or your Mm -hmm. whatever? And because I have two grown daughters, I may try to give you some wisdom, whether it's wise or not, (laughs) but I may try to tell you. But, you know, um, they give us that fellowship. And like, Mm -hmm. whereas I said earlier, I look to the ladies, the older ladies Mm -hmm. that are older than me even, and Mm -hmm. I learn even things from the younger ladies. I mean you never should stop learning, and you should never mm-hmm. not want to learn. You know, uh, Michelle made the reference to uh, uh, Laurel's spirit, sweet spirit, mm-hmm. when her prayers, and she was like, I see that, and I want to make something more of myself. We learn from our own children. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, um,
0: Children are so much better at forgiving, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, That's something they are. As adults,
2: we need to. That is so true. They do. They really do. work They're, on. And, and, and just... Children are awesome, but, but we just need to kind of look more to them. And even the Bible says to be like a child. To be like a child. Oh, yes. Um, so, uh, you know, I think about, uh, you know, there's times we seek counsel and guidance, and and like I said, just having, you know, brothers and sisters to go to, and it's just. Oh, wonderful that our Heavenly Father has given us those uh, 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 avenues. Sorry, I get tongue-tied. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, you know, you start out with, I realize I'm not in the right way. I go to God. I ask for his help. I ask with a contrite heart. And then I go to his guidance, his guidebook, his instruction book of the Bible. Yeah. I go to brothers and sisters in Christ, especially those who are more mature in the Word and their spiritual walk. Those are really... Um, And then I get the courage and the strength to do what it says in Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Um, And so I know Abel brought out in his sermon Sunday (laughs) that this this scripture is often uh, misquoted. (laughs) But I think... People will use it to whatever That's way, suits why, right. them. but, when but I, I know you're not. <laughs> I, I, I'm not, I'm not, you're u- not at all. I'm not using it in the sense of <laughs> no. I, I want to hit that home run. Um, I'm using it in the strength of you know, sometimes there are spiritual battles we face, mm-hmm. and the only way we're gonna get through it is turning to God. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. and in, when I say turning to God, that means turning to the Bible, turning to prayer, turning to our brothers and sisters. Mm-hmm. um. um and and I know I need strength I don't always feel strong and or I you <laughs> know and, and I think when I you know with my your family you let you let that guard down and they see it yeah but then when we get out in public we hide that so well yes. and mm-hmm. so it's that pride that doesn't allow us sometimes to reach out to our sisters and brothers in Christ mm-hmm. and You know, as girls or ladies, we're going to reach out to the ladies first typically mm -hmm. just because that's our comfort zone. But um, And we Southern ladies are taught, you know, when somebody walks up to you and says, oh, hey, how are you doing? You're supposed to say, oh, I'm just great. How are you? Yeah, Aaron and yeah. I were talking about this yeah. last
0: week and because um, I was talking about how I'm not fine. And he said, you just tell them. Or they'll say, are you doing okay? Actually, <laughs> <laughs> just launch into this horrible, sad story because yeah. nobody really wants to know. <laughs> and that's something we need to work on, too, yeah. is when we ask someone, be genuine. And, and, and be
2: ready to be yeah. there. Yeah,
0: don't just say, how are you doing? And like Mm -hmm. say it in a different way. Yeah. To get them to. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, no. no,
1: It's so true, though. (laughs) (laughs) Small talk isn't bad. It's just we need to make sure we are also genuinely being like, hey, I love you. I know you're going through a hard time. How are you really doing with this?
0: We're also wallowing in our own Mm admire that it is hard sometimes to stop and look at the person and you know you feel like you're going through something awful well so do they you know and that's why we always need to be constantly lifting one another
1: Mm -hmm. and like you were saying that's the beauty of the church Mm -hmm. is that's One of the designs of the church is we're supposed to be able to come to each other and share those things with Uh each other. Mm -hmm. It's not supposed to be a place where we just put on a happy face Mm -hmm. and we pretend like we all have it together because we all know none of us have it together. I don't even own any ducks. (laughs) They're not in a row. (laughs) 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 Definitely (laughs) not in a row. (laughs) (laughs) But that's what it's for. One of the reasons we have the church is so that we can bear one another. Mm-hmm. And we can't do that if we aren't sharing that and being yeah. open to mm-hmm. sharing that with mm-hmm. people.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's true. And I think, too, so many times I think of some of the older ladies at church or even widower, widowers um, and think about, you know, when we say, how are you doing? Yeah. And they'll just say, I'm fine walking on by. And they There's, may be. Yeah. But I feel like I need to say, well, is there anything yeah. you need? Mm-hmm. Because a lot of times and like I said, the widowers too, because you know, we think about it's just them, they're by themselves. Yeah. Lonely. And so sometimes they just want to talk to somebody. And I think i you know, I'm retired now, I need to do better, slow down, invite say, Hey, why don't you come over for some tea or some coffee mm-hmm. and just, you know, visit a little while So you know, but anyway that may be kinda off that topic of that scripture. No, but, no. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but um, you know, it, it it says that we're supposed to bear one another's burdens, but are we really? You know, if we're yeah. if we're not, um, but it is very comforting to me to know that Christ is going to strengthen me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you absolutely. Know, um All these promises, and we had a lesson on this. I think it was Sunday. Yeah. yeah, it was Sunday night. All my, all my days are starting to kind of go together. Yeah, I mm-hmm. just remember I heard this and lesson. And Philip, he,
0: he just I think it was during COVID because I remember sitting in the. uh fellowship Paul listening to it he had (coughs) recently had a not strengthen but endure i think is Mm -hmm. what he was saying that you can endure and um through it that it is not that he makes you rise above it and become like mega power it is that you will endure it Mm -hmm. with him
1: yeah and it, it, that doesn't mean it's going to be pretty, you know. No. It's like you can do all things. You can bear all things. It's just like, oh, this, like, little feather. Yeah, On no. oh my back. <laughs> it's hard. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's really hard.
2: It doesn't but make
0: you come out of it. Yeah. Just you're going to go through it.
2: Just powering mm-hmm. through it, mm-hmm. even though it's hard. And then you're stronger on the other side. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, in 50 years' time, there have been things in my life where we've had to face some hardships or losses or whatever and it was really hard at the time, and it's like it says, you know, the scripture got me through it, I endured mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. When you come out on the other side, you're, you're begging <laughs>
0: Go out, please.
2: <laughs> you're <laughs> Behind the scenes. <laughs> I hate the life of a mom. It's real. Uh, 24
0: 7.
2: (laughs) But it's a blessing, not a burden. It is.
0: It is. is. I'm going to go do my dishes today with a smile on my face. Uh I'm going to pretend I'm Snow White.
1: I know all these things that we didn't say today. I'm going to go home and eat this chocolate cake, and I can do all things through Christ. I'm not going to gain a pound. I (laughs) do (laughs) endure.
2: But (laughs) anyway. Oh boy, Whew. okay. So, um, but when you when you get past that, then when you see somebody at church, mm-hmm. or even somebody out, you know, out out just out somewhere mm-hmm. that you know that maybe mm-hmm. doesn't go to church with you, and they're going through a similar situation, mm-hmm. you think back to your experience and how you got through it, mm-hmm. and then you go and help that person. And when I say that, I don't mean you necessarily go in and say, "Well, this is what I did, and this is what you should do." You yeah. know, I mean, you just think, okay, what was really helpful to me when I got through that? Well, somebody brought us food. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm going to fix a meal, and I'm going to take mm-hmm. it to these folks. Mm-hmm. Um, well, what else was helpful? Well, you know, I think about when I had been put to bed pregnant with Michaela, my best friend Jan came in every day, and she and Bailey, Bailey was tiny. She was Three or four, and every day she came in and she saw to whatever we needed. Aww. She folded my laundry. She because I couldn't get up, mm-hmm. and you know, uh, yeah. and she took care of Katrina and let Katrina and Bailey play together mm-hmm. and just things like that. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking, just something like that, mm-hmm. you know, just offer. Hey, I know that you know your uh, your family members on hospice. You're there trying to take care of them. Let me just come in and clean.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, you know, let me just come in and do this. Come in and do that, and then. You know, if that was me on the receiving end, I've got to be willing to say, okay, accept the help.
0: Yeah. I was told a few months ago, and I've been told multiple times, when we talked about pride, and Mm -hmm. I don't particularly think of myself as a prideful person, not in the way of being haughty. I don't don't think I am. I hope I'm not. I really don't want to be. (laughs) But there is a sense of pride where I don't let people bless me. And I'm taking, and one woman told me, she set me straight. She said, don't take away someone else's blessing.
1: Yeah. Okay,
0: you're right. Because I want to be able to take care of myself and take care of my family. Um, And going through the things we're going through right now, I just, I need more help than I will ever say and and I was trying to say no 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 that's it mm-hmm. I don't want to do that and she just said don't take away someone else's blessing I was like, okay I don't know mm-hmm. okay. I can't say much to that mm-hmm. you know she set me straight that it's not always about me I think we're you know? just we're just yeah.
2: taught to be so self-reliant mm-hmm. we're taught to not yeah. burden other people
0: mm-hmm. and but that's, that's so wrong you know mm-hmm. I just where did this come from
2: <laughs> yeah when you think back to years ago when everybody pitched in I know it's a long time ago but you everybody pitched in to build this farmer's barn mm-hmm. and then everybody pitched in to build this person's yeah. house mm-hmm. I mean that's a long time ago but I mean you still think about today there are other little things that we can do like mm-hmm. you started I don't know really who I, I think you started the mill train mm-hmm yeah, Elizabeth yeah. and I did, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so, I mean, that was kind of one of those ways that, mm-hmm. you know, we could all sign up mm-hmm. when it when you're able, because everybody's mm-hmm. life's kind of hectic and crazy mm-hmm. now, yeah. but when you could do, and it gave mm-hmm. you a chance to do, and it and it gave those people a chance to accept blessings from other mm-hmm. people. Exactly. Yeah, so. yeah we, we want to be
1: self-sufficient. You know, we want to be able to say, you know, I can handle my own stuff. Mm-hmm. I can do this, and can't we're not designed that way mm-hmm. and that's not what the church is the church is designed to be a family where you share each other's burdens and when we stick to uh, and we all struggle mm-hmm. doing this we stick to being self-reliant we're denying what we are mm-hmm. and we are a community and we are a family mm-hmm. and that's that's the way we're going to reap the blessings the mm-hmm. most is when we do that
0: um your your verse in uh Philippians uh made me think of second Corinthians 12 9 and 10. That's something that I really like a lot. Um, I can't think of that verse in Philippians without referring to this one. But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly of my weaknesses, so that the power of Christ may rest upon me. For the sake of Christ, then, I am content with weakness, insults, hardships, persecutions, and calamities. For when I am weak, then I am strong. And um, I'm not comparing myself to Paul (laughs) and going through the things (laughs) he went through. But um, saying, I mean, sometimes you do feel persecuted Mm -hmm. by people or by the events in your life or hardships. Certainly everybody knows what that is. Insults, we all know what that feels like. To feel like, you know, and unfortunately even within the body we we deal with that. Um, But to to know that in our weakest moments – that that is when God really truly gets to shine. That we do not have to have mm-hmm. it all together. That He's going to help us through all of that um, if we trust in Him. Um, so anyway, that that that's always mm-hmm. where my my mind goes. With I that,
2: like, I like that you said if we trust in Him. I I have actually underlined uh, previously for when I am weak, then I am strong, and I put a note to myself because He leaned on Jesus Christ, the Rock yeah, of Ages.
0: You have to, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. and. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, And it leads me again to the other, uh, in Romans 8, 26 and 28. Mm -hmm. And this is, um, and I really like that we're doing the favorite bible verses I think nothing quite strips you to the bone <laughs> <laughs> as having to reveal to someone else what's your favorite verse yeah. is and why because it shows your personality it shows your struggles and like you say it changes it changes throughout your life it could change day to day you show your vulnerability exactly it, it's a it's an intimate thing to <laughs> kind of reveal this to everyone and here we are getting this in a podcast <laughs> yeah. come and get me <laughs> but this is this is the one that um and, I'm, look, I'm, I'm an emotional person. I cry all the time, but I'm going to try not to cry. Exodus 14, 14 has stuck with me, obviously, for many years. I explained about mm-hmm. that. But this is one that in um, <laughs> in my life currently, the things going on, this, yeah. is, this has um, been something that pops in my head a lot. Likewise, the Spirit helps us in our weakness, for we do not know what to pray as we ought For the Spirit himself intercedes for us with Mm -hmm. groanings too deep for words. And he who searches hearts knows what is in the mind of the Spirit, because the Spirit intercedes for the saints according to the will of God. And we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good, for those who are called according to his purpose. Mm -hmm. Um, Since day one of being with Aaron in the ICU, that's been my prayer, that this will work for good. Yeah. And I've already seen a lot of good come from it, but it and the, the mm-hmm. <laughs> praying with groanings, I was talking to Philip mm. about this actually because he was driving me to yeah. the ER and i couldn't I, I couldn't pray, I could not form words, but he knew mm-hmm. <laughs> but he knew so this is a very comforting group of verses that you don't have to have it together. You don't always have to know what you want, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or to be able to voice it. But uh, anyway, I'll stop talking. I start crying. No, I, th- it. <laughs> I
1: think that's great, and I'm going to go back to something that mm-hmm. I talked about in my verse, where we talked about blessings bring bur- burdens, and that sounds like we're leaving it on a negative note. But if you flip that into burdens bring blessings, mm-hmm. you know, like you're mm-hmm. you're saying, the burdens in our life, you know, we don't. <laughs> You know, if we were in the world without hope of salvation, you know, those w- mm-hmm. we know things aren't they're not gonna get better. You know, mm-hmm. the hard things we're going through now, it's we don't have a, a light at the end of the tunnel. But you do have that. When you're washed in Jesus' blood, you can see that I know that the darkness I'm in right now is only going to refine me and prepare me for heaven and lead to blessings that I, I wasn't even able to fathom before
0: true very true Mm -hmm. when you go through a fire you come out stronger
2: Mm -hmm. for sure well it's what is it is it steel Mm -hmm. but the hotter it gets the stronger Mm -hmm. it is
0: Mm -hmm. yes uh,
2: i just that verse is very meaningful
0: yeah absolutely Mm -hmm. absolutely
1: Okay, are there any more thoughts we have today? Oh, we always have thoughts. I know, I feel like (laughs) we could go on and on. I was thinking this morning, I was like, okay. How are we going to cut this off? We were thinking we were going to go like... An hour, you know, but I was like, I don't talk a lot. I don't know if <laughs> I can get to an hour of talking. And then you guys, I'm just so comfortable around the two yes, of you. Yes, definitely. And I feel listened to and I just the way you guys are, it's easy to converse with you guys. Oh, it's easy you. to just go on and on. I feel like we could be here all day.
0: I know my day is definitely going to be better for having done this. Yeah. I know, my, <laughs> day, my day. My <laughs> But speaking of favorite things, uh-huh. I feel like my favorite things have now turned to, um, lunch. <laughs>
1: yeah, as, as the day goes uh, on. Mexican Chick-fil-A.
2: What, what's lunch? What your favorite? <laughs> you know what our minds are up when we yeah. start talking My about. My coffee cut's
0: almost empty. That means the morning's over. I know, and mine's I like a solid break
2: of ice. And <laughs> I'm just thinking, what's lunch? Because <laughs> a lot of times I get so busy, I forget to eat, and I then I look at the clock, and it's what like two or good. three, and I'm like,
0: well. <laughs> it is the most obnoxious <laughs> meal, because <laughs> I mean, my kids will ask me what I'm like. I just fed
1: you. I know, I know. <laughs> it's like you ate like <laughs> an <laughs> hour and a half
0: Because you start to build up steam and you start to accomplish your things, and you have to stop and make lunch <laughs> in the middle of the day. I know.
1: Now I never forget <laughs> to the eat lunch like (laughs) I always remember it the problem is is that I'm remembering it but I don't have time to do it so Mm -hmm. I'm just marching around my house (laughs) in a (laughs) fluster (laughs) with a hungry stomach just mad because (laughs) I haven't been able to sit down and eat yet but anyway, my concern right now is that we've been talking this whole time, and I feel like the men are going to come in here and be like, now, for the last half hour of that, the camera <laughs> wasn't on. <laughs> or oh the sound no. wasn't working. And so we, did, we just couldn't interrupt you, so you <laughs> just <laughs> kept going. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're good. As long as the audio is <laughs> good, I'd
0: be good if the camera didn't catch me. You know, oh, I know. <laughs> Ryan. I know. Well, I know makeup.
1: well, as a way to wrap up, I hope this has whoever's watching, you know, maybe our three <laughs> followers. <laughs> I hope. <laughs> that this has inspired you today to maybe get and in and explore your favorite Bible verses even more and even better get with some of the ladies or some of the members at your home congregation and open up and share those things and grow together and study together and just be vulnerable with each other again
2: come closer right. to each other yeah I think sometimes we don't slow down enough to really get to know our sisters mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. really. Yeah, to actually take that time.
0: Yeah, I was talking about the thing is like, getting bogged down in your own uh, self-pity, and Mm -hmm. we were talking about um, the ladies' day, and when I mentioned rejuvenation, it surprised me. How many mem- women
2: were like, "Oh, yes, yes, yeah, all yes. Of us. yes. <laughs> yeah"? We're all like, I've, "That's what we
0: need." I thought that I was going to be like, <laughs> "Rise <"Rrr."> up!" <laughs> <laughs> I think we all need more communication and being uplifted spiritually, sometimes physically, <laughs> <and emotionally,
1: laughs> than we
0: need. Yeah, this responsibility we have to one another.
1: Yeah, so hopefully that's inspired you guys. Go ahead and do that. Um, If you think of a name that we can call this podcast, you know, I don't know if this is the only episode or if there'll be more episodes, but give us a name. We want to know who we are. (laughs) Help us out. (laughs) All right, we hope you guys have a good day. We can all like wave to the camera. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) My soul magnifies the Lord my spirit rejoices in god my savior my soul
2: magnifies the lord my spirit rejoices in god